0: Before we move on, I wanna quickly tell you about our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's just about the easiest way to make and share your own podcast. Here at Gate7 International, we've used Anchor to distribute our podcast to Spotify, Apple Music, and more, all for free. Anchor will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer, while also offering you the opportunity to make money off your podcast with no listenership requirements. That's right. You can get your podcast up on Apple and Spotify and start making money off of it right away. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
1: You are listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Melbourne to Baltimore. From London to Piraeus, we are four Lipiakos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never lose the latest updates and stories of the team you love. This is our team, our city, and our land. Man on You're listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast.
0: Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your international source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. My name is Peter Thompson. I'm here with my co-hosts, Kostas Levoyanis and Lambros Sirmos. We are very, very excited to get this episode started. We are joined by yet another player special guest, Guillaume Gia, Belgian international and former Olympiakos player, Guillaume, we want to just say thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited to get into this interview and talk about the storied football career that you've had, including your time in Greece. How are you doing today?
2: Fine. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation.
3: Super. Guillaume, we're going to get straight into it. Um, I'm just going to give an introduction to uh, for those that don't know Guillaume Gillet. He's born in Liège in Belgium, 1984. He came out of the Liège Football Academy, if I'm not mistaken. He played for Liège, Vise and Erpen in Belgium, before moving to Anderlecht, where you stayed with Anderlecht for, for seven years, yes. playing 248 matches, scoring 48 goals and winning four titles. Um, now, I read actually that from a young age, you were a big Anderlecht fan. And knowing that you were born and raised in Liège, I have to ask you, how did that happen?
2: <clears throat> yeah, because my, my father was uh, a supporter of Anderlecht. So yeah, since I was young, I, I started to, to collect the, the jersey of, uh, of Anderlecht and uh, become like this. And actually, I, I scored more than 48 goals. I scored <laughs> six, six, 63 uh, goals for, for Anderlecht. So yeah. Come
0: on, Costa. <laughs> wikipedia what can i do yeah, man <laughs>
3: sure. yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get it from the lion's mouth so there you go 63 goals for for Andelek. that's fantastic and now let's see for the belgium national team if i'm not mistaken it's 22 appearances yes that's
2: it's 22 really
3: cool. and one nice. goal yes.
2: and what a
3: goal that was what a yeah. goal that was
2: it was, that. It was a, a nice one uh against uh croatia for the qualification for the the World Cup in in Brazil it was the the second game of the the group phase and uh yeah it was 0-1 for Croatia and then uh at the 45 minutes on the corner kick the ball is it's coming back and I yeah I put all my power in this in this shoot and, uh, and it goes in
3: if anyone hasn't seen that goal check it out seriously. Uh I, I have a, a lot of my Belgian friends I talked to I was telling them that you're coming on the show and they said immediately please tell Guillaume thank you for that goal that you scored against Croatia. Um I was watching it in uh, in Mondeza in Brussels outside on the big screen and it was literally like uh like Belgium had won the competition. So you have big thanks from from everybody I talked to here um here locally in um in Brussels um Guillaume I want to ask you a little bit about the um, the Belgian system because you've really kind of come up in in a crop of players a crop of Belgian players that are to to me seeming like golden generation I mean you you think about some of the players that you've played with like Vincent Company uh Jan Vertonghen Thomas Meunier uh, Mertens De Bruyne the Lukaku brothers what are they doing in Belgium the the last few years that's fostered this? Like, uh, wh- how do you, you know, I I look at the kids like starting at really young age, um, fundamentals. Like, what is it about Belgium that that they're doing right? Do you think?
2: Yeah, it's crazy because Belgium is a small country, and uh, when I start my my uh, international career with uh, the Belgian team in two thousand seven. Uh, the result was not uh, like uh, like today. It was uh, very difficult. Um, we didn't qualify for a few uh, big tournaments, so um, we start to to try to to play with more young uh, players. Uh, we give them uh, the chance to yeah, to to show that uh, they have uh, abilities, and um, yeah, it starts with. Uh, with Axel Witzel, Marwan Fellaini, like like, like you said, Vincent Kompany, uh, Eden Hazard. Also, he started uh, when he was 17 years old, I think, or 18. So he was really young. And um, I, I don't know. Um, I cannot explain why why uh, this golden uh, generation is is, is coming uh, at this moment.
3: Uh, I really don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, how did you get started, uh, Guillaume? You, I mean, when did you start playing football?
2: I started when I was uh, five years old. Uh, my mother uh, put me in, uh, in the club just next to to my house because I was too too nervous uh, at home. So I was jumping everywhere so <laughs> she put me in the in a club and uh yeah i start like i, I start like this and uh
3: i love uh, this game
2: since the first time
3: and when i mean obviously when you start as a kid you're you're having fun and then moving on it becomes more serious like when did you when did you know that you wanted to do it professionally not just for not mm. just for fun
2: yeah, no, no. Uh, yeah. Um, first, my my parents asked me to to finish my my study, so um, I came in the professional uh, uh, football player, uh, uh, not early because I was uh, twenty two, I think, when I signed my first uh, professional contract. So it's no, it's late when you see now uh many players signed uh, the first contract at uh, 16, 17 but okay i have uh i finished my my study and so i'm happy with with that uh and i start to yeah to believe in a in a good career when i um, when i play in second division and i score i think uh, 17 goals uh, at this moment i i get uh, a lot of offers from uh uh, club of Division One, and I had to choose for one, and I chose uh, uh, La Gantoise. It's quite a, a, a big club now in uh, in Belgium, and uh, just uh, after one one year and a half, I signed for Anderlecht. This is the Olympia of Belgium, Anderlecht. You know, it's the the best club in uh, in Belgium. It was a dream for for me who come true
3: and, and Guillaume, I, I, you you're kind of a Swiss army knife on the pitch because when I I was at the game where Olibiakos beat Andalek 3-0 with yeah. the Mitro Blue Hatrick. Yes, yeah, and that's I remember right. you were playing right back. I think I think you were playing right back that game. And I remember watching you and I thinking this guy's the kind of guy that can play anywhere on the pitch. He's got good technique, like he plays with his head up, he's strong, he's physical. And like when you came to play for us you you played center mid yes and i think in your career if i'm not mistaken you've basically been rotating between the wing like the wing back position and and center mid where do yeah. you, where, what's your favorite position like where do you where do you like to play more
2: my favorite one is uh, like offensive midfielder because uh, when i was young uh, i play only uh, like as a striker you know so for me score is the the most beautiful thing in uh, in football, and then when I I came in the in my first club uh, in Division One, uh, the 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 coach asked me to play for one f- friendly game uh, as a wide defender. I said, "What the fuck is a mistake? <laughs> uh, because I saw my name on the on the paper, this position, and say, what I, said, I cannot play there." Uh, and I played this game, and. Um, <sighs> I did a very very good game and it started like this for me in uh, in first division in in Belgium and um uh, it's also because of that that I I can uh, make my my uh, first game with national team as a right defender but okay I I prefer to play uh, in midfield and uh, that's why Vesnikazi uh called me when he was uh, a trainer that's why he he called me because he knows very well me and uh, he knows that uh, i can uh, i can play different positions it's also good for for a trainer to to have this kind of player
3: we're going to talk about Olympiakos, um but but before that i do want to give a shout out to your uh, and let people know that you have a book actually yeah. you um you wrote your autobiography it's called my story yes um what motivated you to to write that and is there anything in there on Olympiakos that maybe you'd like to share or we can talk about that later
2: <laughs> of course i i, I spoke about uh, Olympiakos because it's it's a uh, part of my of my football story and uh, I said only good things about uh about this club because i i really uh i'm really proud to yes to to wear this shirt and uh i want to 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 share with uh all the people who want to 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 win my book that uh yes it was a a good time uh even if the result was not uh, uh the one i expect it was a really good time for me so Yes, I I, I speak uh, easily f- of uh, Greece. I love this city. I love this country. I love the people from uh, from Greece. Don't care. So it's uh, it's good.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I guess I that leads perfectly us to getting into Olympos. So I guess the first question we usually ask is how did that come along? Was it Besnikasi who called you from your past relationship, and what attracted you to Olympos because you were in Belgium for so long, you decided to go to Greece as your as your next step. How did that come to be the decision?
2: It's a crazy, it's crazy uh, story because I was um, in the garden of my uh, my agent for um, uh, barbecue, you know, and uh, my phone is ringing in my my pocket. And I said to myself, I think it's it's a call from Greece. I don't know why. Uh, I cannot explain this. And when I, I took my phone, I look, I see uh in Greece it's plus I don't know the plus three zero. Uh, okay, so I I saw this and then I said oh, fuck I know who, who's gonna call me. It's Besnikazi Azi for sure. And then I call him back and yes, it was Besnik, and uh, I knew uh, that he is the new coach of Olympiakos. and um, when I was player of Anderlecht, for example, and we play against uh, against Olympiacos, it was fantastic game with uh, big atmosphere. So uh, I already decide to, to sign for Olympiakos when uh, I, when I was player of Anadolu. I said to myself, if one day they call me, for sure I gonna I'll go to this club for sure because it's a good club. It's fantastic.
0: So like this so uh you get to greece and as far as i know um you've been playing in belgium for your whole career up to this point uh and of course you know you've been around but was was it a culture shock was it hard to adjust to to living in athens speaking a different language and and playing in a different country was that hard to adjust to initially yeah so I,
2: actually i play also in france because i i live uh i live under like for uh for two clubs in uh, in France, right? Yeah, in French uh, League One, uh, and at end it's quite different, of course, for for the life, but it's a good difference. Yeah. For me, it was a dream life. I swear, uh, you train early in the morning because it's too hot. You train uh, late in the in the evening because it's too hot, and then the rest of the day. Uh, you know you go to the swimming pool you go to the to the beach with your kids so uh, you have a, a lot of uh, restaurant the people are so so nice so gentle with with you when you're Olympiacos player, and, <laughs> and the result and the results are good also because <laughs> if they are bad can be different
0: but you uh, know it was for me it was the dream life <laughs> and so uh when uh, when you came to Olympiacos, you wore number 13. And yes. uh, maybe <laughs> you probably know by now that this is... Yes. Uh, and it's funny because we've we've had Zay Elias on in the past who also wore number 13 and we asked him about it. And he said that was his favorite number since he was a kid. So is there a yeah. story behind why you wore that? Did anyone tell you maybe that's not the best idea? Yes,
2: no, of course, no. Uh, I regret a little bit. <laughs> uh, okay, number number 13 was a good number for me uh, uh, in a, in the past club so yeah i I, I didn't know actually and, uh, and when I when they asked me when I signed my contract they asked me uh, which number do you want and I I they gave me the, the paper and I I'm just looking and then I saw 13 is free Say OK, it's good. <laughs> and I said, OK, I take the f- 13. And uh, they didn't say nothing to me. So just after, the I get some message from the supporter, why you take this number? And I asked the club. I said, no, no problem. Uh, many players have played with uh, this number. It's not a problem. But OK, for me, it was a little bit strange because, uh, you know, no, if I if if, if I sign up for Linka Costa I take the seven for sure. <laughs> but costas will be not happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
1: So the first few few weeks at the club you you guys did great. You took it to the Champions League. T- tell us those first few weeks of getting in the into the, the system, the players you were playing with and how you thought that the year was gonna go. You guys made it to the group stage and I'd assume mm. like Spirits were pretty high. How how did you feel those first few weeks?
2: Yes, of course. When I I signed for Olympiacos, it's mean for me that I am gonna win some some titles. You know, I gonna play some uh, European game. That's why I signed also for for Olympiacos. Uh, so the start it's good because we we qualified against uh, Rijeka. It Was a tough game, uh, but we did a good job, I think. And um, so I was very excited to play again Champions League um, and then we started the championship and unfortunately we we lost the, the first derby against uh, Aek. Uh, even if, if if we I think we it was 0-2 for us yeah and then we we lost this game uh, 3-2 and it was already the the last game of uh, coach Azzy so for us the, the Belgian guy was signed for olympia was you know a little bit uh, difficult to to understand because we are only in september at this moment uh it's it's early to you know to to put your coach uh, out um, so yes the, the, the first week uh, absolutely uh, nice and then it's september end of september it was quite difficult because we we changed the the coach it was a greek one uh, I didn't play uh, many games with uh, with him so it was very difficult for for me when I signed for Olympiacos I and I came from north uh, uh, I didn't I didn't make a good preparation because I was only uh, fighting for 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 sign for Olympiacos and uh, I didn't train uh, uh, well and so I started to play directly the, the Champions League game, a tough game, uh, and wh- I was a little bit tired. So, so It's um,
3: it, it's a strange one because when we brought Besnik-Hassi in as a coach, we knew that he had a reputation for taking teams from the qualifiers to the Champions League group stages. Yeah. And he achieved that um the game against Partizan the first one I don't think you were on the team yet you came for no. the Rijeka games yeah so we we went away to Serbia and we won 3-1 it
2: was a good game
3: in yeah in a in a very hostile environment and we mm-hmm. we went through that qualification then the Rijeka games were quite tight um he bought in a lot of players from Belgium. Huh? He bought he bought you in. He bought uh, Vadis, uh, Casela, Carcela. Carcela. yeah, Carcelas not Proto. Belgian, but okay. Uh, Proto, Angels, um, yes, yes. and then you know Kevin came later in December when he was. I mean, he was gone by then. But do you think the Ike game was really the tipping point for for him? And do you think that do you think that if he stayed? it like do you think it really would have been different like how much of a, um how much of a culture shock was it for you like when when they sacked him in in Greece for example they were saying they were saying that you know Hasi he didn't do a very good preseason he kind of let the players light and you know so that they could be strong for the for the qualifiers so that their legs wouldn't be heavy etc 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 and then when mm. we started playing league games the players weren't fit because the preseason wasn't good like I mean, what do you what do you say to that? Uh, it, I think
2: uh, it, it was too early to to sack them, and I I, I really think that uh, if we keep if we keep him, we can uh, do much better than the the first month because it's a tra- it's a trainer who has um, uh, a good tactical uh, uh, skills. Uh, uh, the, the, the Belgian players he, he, who asked them to, to sign for Olympiakos are really good players. I swear, uh, they have a lot of qualities. And um, but maybe we are we are too many too many uh, players from Belgium in the in the team. And I know when uh, you put the, the Greek players uh, out the pitch to let the, the Belgian player uh, on the pitch, and the result are not good. Uh, for sure it's going to be uh, difficult for the for the coach because uh, if i remember well uh, for example costas was maybe the best greek player uh, actually uh, uh, didn't start one one game in the in the championship so it was a difficult position for for the coach and also with silvio when silvio signed um, Capino was uh, the goalkeeper, and he make a, a mistake against AEK, and then he, he put he put him out the the team for Silvio. It's a lot of choice, but maybe it can be uh, uh, the the one one for yeah, for the Greek uh, the Greek people.
3: I, yeah. I, I thought I thought Silvio was fantastic actually yeah. like the season yes. that, he, that he played for us. Um, like I, I I just elaborate on one one thing before. What, from a footballing perspective, I just found that some of the transfers were weird. Like when we, when you came in, mm-hmm. Panagiotis Eretos was playing centre back yes. with, uh, with 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 uh, Vukovic, I think, in the qualifiers. And Eretos is like a player that he's um, he's good on the ball. He can play out from the back. Like he's young, yeah. strong, like super talented, and. And then, of course, we sold him big money to, to Leverkusen and you didn't get to play with him very much. I'd be interested in your opinion on him, actually. Um, but my point is, it's like, we had Arezzos, and then without wanting to be horrible or nasty to Bjorn Engels, we bought yeah. Bjorn Engels in for like seven or eight million and he has nothing to do with Rezzos, you know? He's yeah. quite, like, quite like Botia, like big, yeah. too strong. And then in, in midfield... We had a lot of players like that were a number eight profile. Like Vadis could play the eight and the ten. Uh, Fortuna played the ten. Like you can play the eight. You can play six. There was. It, it seemed to me that like the balance, the balance in. Yeah, good. yeah I, I don't know. Like, how do you how do you feel about that?
2: Uh, first, Wetzel for me yes was a, a very talented player. Uh, so I was very happy for for him. When he decided to, to sign for Leverkusen, because I I thought that uh, it was a a good step for for him for for his career. Uh, unfortunately, he gets injured, a big one. Um, but when we when we sell him um, and we we change with angles, yes, it's not the same. Uh, it's not the same kind of player. Uh, Source is the the guy who, who can goes with the ball, you know. He can uh, he can go the um, can dribble, can find uh, the good pass, vertical pass. Uh, yeah. and so we miss we miss him for sure. Uh, but Bjorn is also a good a good defender. But for him, it was the his first experience in a in a other country, and uh, I think it was more difficult for for him to to acclimate uh, with. Uh, yeah, with the championship in Greece and, uh, and the pressure, uh, even if it was a player of Bruges, it's not the same. Uh, and for the balance, yes. Uh, we had too many players uh, for the same uh, same position. And I think for the striker, when we signed Emenike, everybody was talking. Yes, Emenike is g- a good player. He's going to score a lot of, of goal, but it was a, a big mistake. Uh yeah. Yeah, and I I want to get back to your point about
1: I thought some the some of the Belgian players we had were really good but it just didn't work like all the pieces weren't there. I thought Ofoy was was fantastic and then at the end there was some things where he wasn't playing and whatever, but I thought in that Ike game especially he scored a fantastic goal to go up 2-0 and everyone was so excited and and going back to Bjorn Engels I thought Bjorn Engels was a really good player as well, but if I remember correctly, uh, Cotrassi was playing Alexi Romao, who was a, yes. more of a six at Central yes. defender. I don't remember. Yeah. And that was one thing that, like, I remember you would open the newspapers and the fans were ready to riot because they were so, like, why is he playing him? There's, I think it was Cissé then, Vukovic. Did, was there ever an explanation for why, I guess, it for angles as well? Like, it's much more difficult when you're playing with a six next to you at Central Defense, right?
2: Yes, yes. Uh, why you put uh, Alexis uh, like central defender? Maybe to to put me in the midfield. <laughs> Just uh, yeah, Alexis. It's also a player who can play easily everywhere on the on the field because it's smart. He he works a lot. Uh, physically, he's strong. Um, but it's a choice of of the coach at this moment and. Um, we tried to to do our best, but it was not enough, for sure.
1: And and I guess going into to after the Ike game and and Coach Hassi gets sacked, Takis Lemonis comes in. If I have the events right, well, he he's a a man who's been to Olympiakos so many times. Who oh, how would? Honestly, when I see Limonese, it's just like he's a coach from like twenty years ago, almost like he's just like <laughs> an old style. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna do this, and we're gonna hope for the best. And his press conferences are quite funny. Like, how did you see him coming from Belgium? This Greek guy come coming out like well, it must have been
2: different, right? I think this guy for for Olympiakos fan, it's like God because uh, when he <laughs> you know, when he, he when he came, uh, the team was not good, and it changed uh quickly the, the the result even if we don't play uh good football the the results are are there and um uh, we were first when he when he decided to to change with uh oscar garcia i think so he did he did good job i had a good relation with uh with with him like uh like people but not like a football player because i was Always sitting on the bench, or in the, even no, even no on the bench. So it was first time in my in my career that uh, it's happened, and it was difficult for for me. But it's a go- really good guy, and he did good job.
3: Guillaume, what did you think of the level in Greek football in general, like the players? Not um... On, on the Olympiacos team, but also in general, like the, the players that you played against, are there any are there any players you remember from your time in Greece, whether it was on the team or players <laughs> that you played against?
2: I was surprised, honestly, because uh, I thought that we're gonna kill the the championship when I saw the the team we had, uh, and every game was difficult, also with referee. It's always uh was always difficult with Ferfur because they the whistle lighting against against us. And uh, someone told me that uh yeah no they need some, some change in the Greek championship and they, they want uh, other team to, to become champion. That that someone tell me this, I say okay. So it it's gonna be a, a difficult year for for us, uh but the level is quite good. Um, if I compare with, with Belgium, of course Olympiakos is, uh, is uh, stronger than the the best team in, in Belgium. It's quite similar with uh, Bruges, maybe. Uh, but for the rest, yes, always difficult game uh, when you play away. It's always difficult, you know, with supporters. and uh, So I was surprised, honestly.
0: I want to ask sort of on that topic, Guillaume, just about the culture and the fans in Greece. You know, there's obviously a big reputation uh, that the fans can be quite loud, both during the game and, and after the game. Um, and then, you know, you were, of course, involved on the team when uh, the Pauk game, or I, I sh- I'm not even sure I should call it a game, um, but but the game that was, you know, sort of shut down. Um, yeah. I just wonder if you have any thoughts about that. Like, you know, this is—it's—it's it's the type of thing that people see it and they say, you know, only in Greece, um, I suppose. And so I just wonder, like, in your first year in Athens, uh, coming from Belgium, like, what what was going through your mind when this was all happening?
2: It was crazy. That's also why I I decided to sign for Olympiacos because I I knew that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, it it will have some uh, some fantastic fantastic uh, atmosphere in the stadium and um the game against for example uh, barcelona 0-0 the draw it was it was crazy i never yeah, and i never i never feel the same uh, the same power the same uh, same feeling in a for uh, for for a game it was was totally crazy and the game's uh, away against Pauk, uh, we didn't play this game because uh, because they throw uh, the throw something on Oscar Garcia and then we 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 didn't start the, the game and we won 0-3 um it's a good experience uh, i wanted to uh, to to live this kind of uh, this kind of atmosphere and i was really happy uh to play for this amazing uh supporters because they're the, the best
1: i i, I want to hit back again to that pauk game real quick because it's kind of like an infamous moment in greek football the whole year was infamous i think that was the thing when the pauk owner went on the gu- field with the gun whatever we don't need to get into that but <laughs> when, when that happened like I, I think you were on the bench that game like yes. did anyone realize what was going on how did and then i think kevin showed the players we can i don't know if we want to say what he he did but he, he showed the pauk fans that you guys yeah. ran back into the dressing room and then i think uh carapapa said that like pauk officials were pushing into your guys dressing what the hell was going on that night like can you just give <clears throat> us a background and like how it first got down how you found out this was happening and just like the whole story behind it
2: yeah i think we can we can uh do a movie for of this game because it was <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy uh, in the dressing room the dressing room uh, of both teams are separate like five meters or ten meters, so we just opened the door and we are shouting on the on the parks player because they of of course they they wanted to 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 start the game and we say no, we cannot start the game our coach is uh, injured we, we we don't want to to go on the on the pitch and the supporter uh, also are we're crazy. Um, we waited like two hours, two hours thirty in the in the dressing room um, because we need some uh, assistance. Police uh, to, to came in the came in the bus. You know, uh, <laughs> it was crazy.
3: Well, I mean, you you were looking for a different experience. Uh, I think you definitely, <laughs> I think you definitely got an experience when you went out to Greece, man. Yeah. Um, for sure, for sure. Have you, in all your career, you've played in? I mean, you've played in big games. Have you ever seen anything like it? Like, I mean, you mentioned the Olibiagos Barcelona game. That that was a nil-nil game. I was at that game, and it was a very special game. And do you know why I went to that game. That Mm. season, I went to watch the sporting game, the one where we lost Mm. 3-2, the opener in the Champions League. I was at that game. And I went to the other game with Barcelona because, first of all, there's very few times you see Messi coming to play in Karaiskaki. Mm. And most of all, because the manager of the other team was our former coach. Okay. And uh, Valverde, Mm. for for Olympiacos fans, really one of the best managers we've ever seen i don't know if you realize what happened before the game like when they they put a banner out for him and the whole stadium got up and they were shouting his name but like i don't know man like do you you wish it could have been different maybe you could have been at olibiakos in another during another period this is a question that the um journalist for nova sports uh wanted to ask you vasilis kostadopoulos so would you have signed for Olympiacos when you were younger? Yes, maybe, maybe. Uh, uh, Valverde yeah,
2: was a, a great coach, um, and I think Pedro Martins also now do, do a very good job. Uh, it's quite difficult for a, a coach in, uh, in Olympiacos, you know, and uh, he stayed now for three years. Yeah. So I respect that because. Uh, I know that it's difficult for, for him, but he has a good team. Uh, and for me, yes, in the future, uh, I would like also to, to become a, a, a trainer. So I, I already started, uh, oh, you know, the courses, uh, yeah. start Easy. become, yeah, the study is to become a, a coach. So we never know, uh, but for me for sure if uh, olympiakos uh, call me for uh, for working there uh, it's a good maybe it's a good thing for me yes
0: i have another question sort of along those lines guillaume um, mm-hmm. and it has to do with something that peter Filipakos said when he came on um he played for us in the 2000s and uh one thing he said multiple times throughout our interview is Basically, everything happens for a reason. Um, you know, even when things go badly, it's it's sort of like those things are meant to happen and and you're just on on the the path and everything that happens to you is sort of meant to be. Um, you know, it might yeah. on the surface, you might look at back at your career at Olympiacos in your one season and and people will say, Oh, they they didn't win the league, it's a failure of a season. But from your perspective, um how much do you agree with that sentiment of everything happens for a reason and and what did you take from your time at Olympiakos from the sense of learning and and becoming better as a footballer?
2: Yes. Uh, of course i I, I was said to uh, to leave Olympiakos after only one year. You know why? Because I know that if i if I can play more, uh, for this club, for this team, uh, for sure, it will be a, a success story uh, for me and for Olympiacos. I know um, that my I cannot.
0: I don't know if you don't know if you, you can say the French and then we can translate a little bit if that's uh, if that's easier. Okay.
2: No. En fait, le le plus difficile pour pour moi c'est d'avoir quitté euh, l'Olympiakos après un an parce que je sais que j'ai pas laissé une, une grande impression pour euh, pour les supporters et si j'étais resté plus longtemps euh, j'aurais fait de, de très bonnes choses pour euh, pour l'Olympiakos parce que ça correspond ça correspond bien à, aux joueurs et à l'homme que que je suis dans tous les clubs où où j'ai joué j'ai toujours eu euh, euh, Cette très bonne relation avec les supporters, parce que je je me bats, je me bats toujours sur sur le terrain, je donne toujours le le maximum. Et malheureusement, c'était une, une période difficile pour le club, et ça c'est ça a joué individuellement sur 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 mes performances.
3: So Guillaume said basically he's, he's sad, he's upset that he left only after a year uh, at Olympiakos uh, and that he, he realises that he may not have left the best impression on the fans and he feels, um, he feels sad for that because he, he identifies with the, the values of the club and the way the club plays, what the club stands for. He's a player that, that fights, always gives everything on the pitch and he thinks that if he'd had a bit more time and if he'd stayed longer, he would have been able to show that to the fans, uh, to the club, and be able to give back more. And uh, and yeah, he would have um, at every club that he's played for during his career, he's uh, he's always had good connection with the fans and a good relationship. And and uh, and yeah, he would have would have liked it to be to be different. But but definitely, Guillaume, we um, we know it wasn't the best season uh, for the club and, and, and for you perhaps. Uh, but, but, you know, when we, when we reached out to you, we, we, we see the pictures you put on your social media, the things you say about the club and in spite of everything, like everything happens for a reason. In spite mm-hmm. of that, we, we see very much how you, you managed to, to make a connection and really yeah. understand like what the expectation is. And um, so, you know, you, in spite of everything, I think you still have a lot of love from uh, from the from the Olympiakos fans.
2: No, that's good. That's good. That's what I, I want because uh, I I know I I I know that uh, uh, the results are not good, but uh, I was proud to yeah, to to play for for this club. Uh, I think in the world, Olympiakos it, it's not. Um, C'est, c'est pas assez respecté.
3: It's not respected c'est enough.
2: Yeah, it's a club euh, fantastic ouais.
3: It's a fantastic club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's um a lot of players, sometimes like younger players. I think Daniel Padense, you know Daniel padenza he moved yeah, to of Wolves. course of course. So he he gave uh, he gave an interview to the Greek press the other day, and he said uh, he said exactly what you just said. He said that <laughs> I think the, the club it doesn't have enough respect or appreciation outside of Greece than what it, sh- it should have within what it deserves, mm-hmm. um, and you only realize that when you get there. And he yeah, was yeah, saying he, he he was saying like. And he's 2023, 20, 22, 23 when he came, young player. And he said, I wasn't sure when I moved to Greece because uh-huh. uh, the, there's not many people watching the league. But when you get there, you see the day to day, you see the dressing room, you see the staff, you see the fans, of course, the stadium. <laughs> um, and and I'm, I think that's what you're. That's what you. you, It's the same for you, I suppose. Yeah,
2: totally the same. Uh, Totally the same. Uh, You know why uh, Olympiacos is not respected enough? I just, I think it's just because uh, of the Greek league. Just because you play in this uh, in this league. Uh, Otherwise, when Olympiacos play against Arsenal, and uh, you you put Arsenal out like uh, last year. At this moment, this, the people said, "Ah, oh, okay, Olympiacos. It's, it's quite quite a good team. Of course, it's a good team." Bro. <laughs> yeah,
1: and I, I wanted to ask you about this. Like, I guess Podense talked to a few people about it. Did Did you speak to Kevin Morales about it? Like, was he kind of one of the people who said, "Like, go go to this place. Like, mm. y- you'll see you'll see it for yourself." Of no, course, came. he he came yeah. in the winter, but before you went,
2: Kevin's. Uh, really good friend we i don't have a lot of, of friend in the football but kevin it's a good friend and uh, so i was really happy when i knew that he, he gonna sign uh, the winter uh, period uh, it was for me it was so nice to to play with uh, with him even the the results are not uh, good like like we said uh, we play many games in national team together uh I know that Kevin is uh a player uh who, uh who means a lot for Olympacos fans because he has the the good mentality, he scored many goals, many important goals for for the club. Uh I remember when he, he signed and uh two two thousand, two thousand five hundred people uh, waited wait for him at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah not many clubs you can you can see uh, you can see that um so when i i spoke with kevin if i gonna sign or no for olympiacos he said you are crazy go direct my friend you have to sign direct and i i and I know you. You don't like this guy because he played for the the one color. He played for the green one. I spoke also with Gibril Sissé because uh, <laughs> because I <laughs> <laughs> because I played I played with him in uh, in France. Uh, uh, but it's a really good guy. Even if he's uh, Panathinaikos supporter, uh, it's a really good guy. And uh, when I spoke to him, he told me the same. So Greece is amazing. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna love this uh, this live. So I decided directly to sign for Olympiacos.
0: Guillaume, is he the one who told you to wear number thirteen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just joking, of course. Uh, we have we have a little a couple of fun uh, segments, Guillaume, as we uh, get to wrap up here. We're gonna we're gonna list off a few names of mm-hmm. uh, of players or coaches and we'll just get your just quick reaction, a few words for for each player. The first one we're gonna say is uh, another player who was a legend for Anderlecht and also played for Olympiakos. Um, Not in your time, a little bit before your time. Swedish player that we've had on the podcast. Yeah, that's exactly right, Per Zetterberg.
2: Yeah, so I know uh, Willy, well, him uh, was, Fantastic player, uh, small one, fast, technically uh, uh, really good, and for Underlect and for Olympiacos, I think it's only leaves good, uh, yeah, good uh, memories. Uh, it's a quiet guy. Uh,
3: okay. Did you talk, Did you talk to him before you joined? No, uh, no. Uh, but I. I I talked with
2: him uh, after after my my Olympiacos period
0: all right the next one is uh is a player that you played with and uh it's uh Marco marin
2: oh Marco it's quite the same same style of player uh, uh, really good with uh, with his feet um it was a a real pleasure to to play with him because he he see what uh not many players can see uh it's really smart and um it's also a good guy he play also for underlet so
1: (laughs) yeah and i guess i i'll I'll just build upon marco Marin. like he was a magician almost you could say on his on the feet but things with him also ended a bit sour as well like in in the locker room but he always i i think olipiakos has had this issue for so many years now we're back to it again where it's Fortunis, and then it's another player who likes to drift a bit. Would you guys agree with that a little bit, Costa? Would you agree with that? Where could you put them on the pitch at the same time? That was seems like if I'm thinking back to newspapers back then, that was maybe what they were writing about.
3: But then, then you had the uh, you had Ojija, you had the Foe, you had Fortunis, and they were all like. I mean, I think Ojija. For me, I would have liked to see him play like at the eight with the yeah. uh, you know, and yeah. Marco, Marco, and um, and uh, and Fortunis is a bit like Valbuena and Fortunis now. It's like, can you play them on the same team? Like, who do you put on the left and who do you put at the ten? I don't know. Uh, I, I think
2: both both players um, like to have the ball in the in the field, so that they ask uh, many balls. And um, yeah. I think you you can play with with both, of course, but uh, you need to adapt your tactical uh, uh, you need some defenders
3: yeah <laughs> you, you,
2: you, need, you need some players like me to you know to to recover the ball to yeah. to win duels otherwise uh, yeah it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for for the team for the balance yes
1: yeah and i have another name leonardo cutris i think got his break when you were playing what did he he's had an injury and he's left on loan, but he he was just I love I love him to this day. What do you th- what do you think about this guy when he first came in?
2: Yeah, Kutri. Uh, really good guy, uh, uh, really fast. He has a good shoot, uh, good cross. That's important for the for the left players. Um, I was a little bit sad from, for him when he when he left volintakas because uh, yeah, he showed that uh, he has abilities to to play for this big club uh but okay um I think his career is not finished he's young still young so i follow him
1: yeah no i i agree completely with you and it was a huge debate when he left as well he was my favorite player but then uh, one kostas chimikas i guess came along and the rest is history. He's off to Liverpool. Blah blah blah. But mm. I, I remember I, I would get in arguments with this guys because I would say Kudris is better than Chimikas. I swear, that don't play Chimikas. And then look what I look what I, <laughs> look what <laughs> I, I become. Yeah.
2: So. You are really <laughs> yeah. fan of, uh, of Kudris for because because yeah. it's for me it's also a really good player. And uh, I knew that you're gonna sign uh, for a big club. I I spoke with uh, you know Daniel van Buyten uh yeah was playoff of Bayern is yeah. was player with me in national team and i'm friend of him and he's uh, uh actually it's uh, an agent so when he asked me do you have uh, some some name in uh, olympiakos a uh, good player and i spoke about uh, uh about simekas and uh f- Few weeks ago, few weeks later, he, he just signed for for Liverpool. I say, hey, my friend, it's too late.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's a, that's an interesting story. Um, we're gonna move on. We've got some fan questions for you. Um, okay. A bunch of fans have asked. We're only gonna ask a few, of course. We don't have too much time. Um, our uh, one of one of the accounts on Twitter that we interact with, Olympiacos Argentina, asks, "What was it like playing against Messi in the Champions League?" Uh, it was it was an uh, uh,
2: um, an amazing day for for me. Um, when we played there, I think we we played a, a good game. Uh, we just just lose three one. I think uh, Messi was not in his best day. Uh, he didn't score this, this. I think this night uh but okay for me it's the, the the best players the best player of the world so it's always difficult to to defend uh against him i i remember that i i make some tackles to to try to to catch the ball but it's quite difficult because it's too fast and it's lucky also when uh when it seems like you're gonna you're gonna lose the ball yeah if still the ball uh Uh, stay in his feet is very very difficult
3: (laughs) it's like he has the ball on his shoelace isn't it
2: yes
0: just one more uh one more fan question this is from dimitri pilarinus um he asks off the pitch what was what was life like in athens were you recognized on the streets was it impossible to go anywhere um you know could you go to the club and have a good time or was it just Olympiakos fans everywhere you know sh- you know pointing you out
2: no like i said was was really good for me and for my my family uh, of course when the the results are are good people people are nice mm. with you uh but anyway when when i played bad game or the result was not good uh, the people are nice with uh, with me, so for me it was uh, yeah, a very good experience. Uh, I like the uh, um, the style of life uh, Greek people. You know, I never I never drank coffee uh, before I, before I signed for for Olympiacos, and then I start to I start to drink. Uh, uh, freddo cappuccino, cappuccino, poligligo. <laughs> <Sí. Yeah. laughs> Uh, f- f- it's it seems like it's nothing but for me it's it's a uh, good memories you know i know it's difficult for me to find uh, to find it maybe one in brussels can can do fedo cappuccino but it's difficult to find it <laughs> and the life the life for my for my uh, my kids also it's was good time uh we decided to put them uh, in the international uh, english school so they learned uh, to speak English better than me, uh, and and for for them also it was a good experience. You know, when you go to school and four o'clock you come back, go direct in the swim, swimming pool. Uh, it was a good time for them. And now they they ask me, uh, they ask me to to build a, a swimming pool in my garden. But uh, the weather is not, uh, <laughs>
0: it's
2: not the same for
3: sure. <laughs> not 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 quite the same over here is uh, it? like sunny for 30 minutes then it's snowing for 30 minutes and then yes. the sun might come out again <laughs> uh well one more fan question i want to ask is from my friend dimitris diamadis he asks okay besides you who's the best belgian football player that played for Olympiacos? Mm,
2: i th- i think even uh for me he, he writes uh, the story of uh, of the club. Uh, I think he was the best player of the of of the league when That's he signed it? in his first uh, in his first period with Olympiacos. He scored many goals, and um, yes, for me, it's giving. Yeah, and I I, I, I
1: don't know if you know this, but the pa- the papers are saying that he he's having a good season. I guess in Turkey. Which is great to hear, but some people are saying, "Is he going to come back for a third time?" So, <laughs> who never knows? He still like may it. have. Yeah, never. maybe he has a he has one more story to tell us. You know, yes, I wouldn't I, be
2: against it to be honest. I know that Kevin uh, loves Athens, uh, so f- you never know. Uh, it's it's quite young, no, it's thirty, thirty-two, thirty-three, He's still fit. Uh, he plays every. Every week in uh, in Turkey, score many many goals. So no,
3: nobody expected it, I think, when we signed him because he was this young, you know, kid that we signed on loan from Saint Etienne, and yeah, he, he had like twenty three appearances for Saint Etienne and one goal, and we were all like, "Who's this guy?" And and then he <laughs> came in, and uh, and Valverde played him striker. Yeah, he 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 played him on the wing in European games, but in Greek League he put him up front and he was tearing up defenses just running at people and it was beautiful to watch and uh I mean you know there's a there's a song that the fans sung for him and uh I'm sure he's told you about it but like what we actually sing isn't the words aren't very nice I but we've been swearing anyway but I'll I'll save it (laughs) (laughs) but um but yeah I, I wouldn't be opposed to having Kevin back for another season, maybe third time lucky, but I'm a sucker for him. Yeah.
0: We've, uh, we've got one last segment, Guillaume, and it's just going to yes. be a, a fun, quick fire segment. Um, we'll just ask you a few questions not related to football. The first one I'll say uh, if you could travel anywhere in the world, if, if the lockdown ends and you can travel, where would you go? Las Vegas. <laughs> very nice, very nice. Yeah, I what is no, I go every
2: every year normally oh. summer for the yeah for the my my holidays. I go to to Las Vegas and I I met um, Jürgen Klopp uh, two years ago uh, just after the, the <laughs> Champions League final. I met them uh, in the Win Hotel and I I spent uh, three four days with him. Very very good guy. Uh, wow. Yeah. So it's good, good memory.
3: Yeah. Wow. I bet. <laughs> I, I bet. I bet. I bet Jurgen Klopp's like a great guy to I don't know have a beer with or just have fun with, like get drunk with. That would be. Amazing. Yeah, we, we
2: drank some, <laughs> some, some some beer and we watched the NBA final uh, together with a good hamburger. Uh, it was mm-hmm. really good.
3: Awesome.
0: What's uh? What is the last movie or TV show you've watched?
2: Last uh, movie, hmm. or one you she... like,
1: I guess as well. One yeah, you like, or
2: um, do you know Colanta?
3: Colanta? No, what's that?
2: Give it's us a, a recommendation. A, it's survival on an island. You know, they they have to to survive in a, on an island without heat, without uh, uh, fire. And they have to find it
3: uh it's a tv it's, show yes
2: yeah, tv show yeah in france yes
3: okay okay so it's like a su- survivor series yes it's like that okay
0: next one uh what is your favorite food um so of course of course perfect <laughs> good, answer.
3: good answer uh
2: no, I, I don't know. <clears throat> uh you know because you 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 stay in Belgium so the French I don't know why you you call that French fries because it, the Belgian fries are the best one uh, so French fries the, for me is the, the best
3: what, what 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 sauce do you put on your fries is it mayonnaise or samurai sauce um, yeah samurai and al- <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Guillaume, when uh, when we were teasing that you were going to be coming on the podcast as a special guest. We gave out some hints on our social Mm -hmm. media accounts. And one of the, one of the last hints we gave, uh, I think was a picture of some French fries and I forget which sauce was on there. But (laughs) as soon as they said that all the Belgian players started coming in as guests, Michael Vicini guess you, um, next one you mentioned watching the NBA finals. Are you are you a basketball fan? And if so, do you have any favorite players or teams in basketball? Um
2: I'm lucky because when I when I uh, I've been in the in uh, states I uh, watched two final NBA uh Miami against uh, uh Dallas. Um, mm. and Miami lost uh, the championship on this this game. Uh Nowitzki was, Nowitzki, yeah. player oh, that was a player of series. Okay. And I saw another one. Um was Cleveland against um, uh, Stephen Curry? Oh, the Worried about Golden and, State, yes. yeah. and Cleveland lost also uh, on this game. So uh, for sure, uh, LeBron James hate uh, when I when I yeah, I, I was about I, to I say. In the stadium for the, <laughs> for the final.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's probably saying, "Don't let this guy come back to another yeah. final. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Two times to defeat.
1: But I wanted to ask you about basketball too. Did you ever catch a game, Olympiacos basketball game? And was that, an, if you did, was it fun? Like how was that like Yes, good time? And
2: it was crazy also because, you know, it's close. So atmosphere is it's amazing. I saw also the uh, European final uh, volleyball. Uh, it was Olympiacos against uh Italian team uh, in the same stadium as basketball, you know? Was fine. Also, the supporters, of course, get seven were there, and uh, it was also a good uh, good memory. I I, w- I would like to I would like to come uh, yeah, for for a game olympiakos Panathinaikos uh, basketball, but it was difficult to to get some, some tickets. Even for you, it's difficult to get yeah, tickets for us. Won, Imagine, I guess. You know why? You know why? Because the results are shit, and so. We, we we cannot ask uh, tickets. <laughs> <laughs> they That's said good right. luck with getting uh, yes. your own tickets. <laughs> and I said to myself, yes, maybe if I go to the stadium, it's uh, going to be uh, difficult with supporters. So, okay, I stay at home. <laughs> Shit.
3: No, man. When, when lockdown's over and uh, we're oh, yeah. playing EuroLeague... Let's let's fly to Greece and yes, go and watch a game. Can be
2: good.
0: <laughs> we got a couple more. Um, favorite teammate. Favorite teammate.
3: Romelu um, Lukaku. Mm.
2: Uh, He's
3: not bad. Huh? He's not a bad player. He's not
2: bad. <laughs> uh, it's a very nice guy. Um I start. Uh, he start uh, with me because he was fifteen years old. <laughs> Fifteen and nine months years old. It was already like uh, <laughs> be- was... like beast, you know. And um, when I when I see him now, uh, boy, it's, it's, it's fantastic because this guy is very smart. He's very uh, 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 very nice also, and um, I'm very happy for for him.
1: And I guess Peter, if I can jump in real quick, this I I should have asked this earlier, but how is the dynamic in your guys' national team with the two languages? Is it like the Dutch speakers on one side, the French speakers on one side, or do you, how does that work exactly? Because no, it's I, okay. It, it, even in, here in Switzerland, it's even worse. They have Italian, French, German, but it, it's yeah. fine. How how does that work out usually?
2: Um, we we try everybody to uh, to speak uh, in French, um, but before it was a little bit problem no it's okay
3: because they are young they are uh, a bit open more open-minded like this.
2: yes 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 that uh, 15 years ago yeah. for example yeah no it's okay
0: and then i think the last one we have the the most difficult opponent you've ever played against
2: i play against the best uh and when I was right back, so it was really difficult. I play against uh, Cristiano with national team. I play against uh, Ribery. I play against Robben. I play against Gareth Bale. Uh, I play Messi. Um, the biggest player I play against uh, Mbappe in France. Um, oh so yeah, for me it was a dream to to play against against this guy. And to do my to do my best against uh, them, and to try to to get uh, their, sh- their shirt after the <laughs> after the game because I, I have a big collection. <laughs>
0: it's, uh, it's a lot of a lot of very good names that you've just listed there. Um, Guillaume, we're gonna wrap it up there. We don't want to take any more of your time mate. Uh, thank you, thank you so so much for joining on. Uh, we had a blast talking to you. Um, you've had an incredible career. Congratulations on the fact that you're still playing at 37 years old. That says a lot. Um, there's not many footballers who make it that long and are still playing in a top Mm -hmm. league. Um, so congrats on a great career. Hopefully it'll continue a bit longer if you like. And, uh, if you've got anything else to say to Olympiacos fans across the world, um, feel free to do so now and uh if you've if you've got anything else to say feel free uh
2: to all olympiakos fans uh, of the world uh, uh yasu yasu <laughs> uh i love i love this club and um i i i wish the best <clears throat> for the i wish the best for for the club many titles and uh maybe one day one european cup can be uh, can be amazing for for you we guys keep
3: on, we keep on dreaming yes but, uh, i i i found what you said near the beginning very very um how to say uh sentimental and very telling you know when you said that you played against the club when you were at Anderlecht in the prime of your career and yeah. you went to karaiskagi and you felt the atmosphere and you said after that games like if i have the I chance won. i can say yeah it's right. like yeah you know like if this if i i'd love to play for this club yeah and i i think you know when you said that uh, you said in french that you you understood what the what the club was and that you identified with the values and the fans and um I I I think we all appreciate the, you said that and uh it mean it means a lot and um it 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 shows I think there are very few foreign players that come to the club and they leave and they don't still retain connection yeah. with uh with the club and the fans and again like we're super super grateful that you that you agreed to to come on uh you're, you're still an active player and you know you you spent a lot of time with us uh today talking about uh, your time at Olympiakos, but also in general your career belgian football and uh it's been it's been a lot of fun talking to you man
2: it was a pleasure for for me i'm sorry for my my english it's not uh, it's not good enough but okay I Ma- <laughs> you know
3: what? uh We didn't ask you. What's your favorite Greek word? Um. <laughs> why? Why uh, foreigners? Foreigners always laugh when we ask them this question. <laughs> the, the American guy,
2: you know, you know some uh, Greek words or no? Me? Yeah, 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 yeah. pusty uh. <laughs> pao that's that's
3: okay <laughs> we, have to, we have to stop there like yeah, you know?
2: w- i hope they will not come to my house
3: here in belgium <laughs> you, you, you got to be careful man because there's some there's quite a lot of people from northern greece living in belgium huh? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sorry, 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 guys. He he takes it
0: back. He doesn't mean it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, Guillaume, stay safe, man. And uh, best of luck with the rest of the season with Charleroi. Thank you. uh, And, yeah, everybody who's listening, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back after the Pauk game this weekend. It's funny that, you know, we play Pauk (laughs) this weekend as well. Um, and, uh, we look forward to that game and, uh, and putting out some content after that. So until then have a great rest of your week and we will see you very soon.
3: You just listened to an episode of the gate seven international podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Brussels to Tokyo, from Toronto to Geneva. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on social media at Gate7INTL. Give us a subscribe on YouTube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels. Until next time, this is our team, our city and our story. Trilos, <laughs> στο μυαλό κάτι μαγικό.